Welcome to another edition of For Her, an ongoing speaker series from Shoe Palace and Nike. As we continue to illuminate the next generation of female leaders from the Black and Latinx community, we're joined by Camry James, founder of Sista Skate. Started to shine a light on Black, Brown, and non-binary roller skaters, Camry created an outlet for women to feel both safe and empowered. A shining light herself, we find out from Camry just what inspired her to take action and how she put it together. From teaching and motivating to leading herself, Camry has established something in Sister Skate that we all can feel empowered by. So here it is, another edition of For Her. And make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to get every episode as soon as they drop. Part of your guys' faces <laughs> right now and we're really excited to be back again episode two for her for her is a podcast that is for her by her wish you palace and nike and we are so excited again to be here and to have another special guest with us but as you know next to me right now we have the founder of uh, runway for peace she's a mother a wife and an entrepreneur and so much more danica good to see you again thank you thank you for having me as y'all know i was in the hot seat last time <laughs> but now i'm the co-host i'm so happy to be here um and to just interview Miss Camry, founder of Sister Skate. So could you tell us what is Sister Skate? How did you get started and what inspired you? Yes, so I'm Camry. I started Sister Skate in 2020 during the pandemic. I started it because I felt like there needed to be a safe space for roller skaters, black female roller skaters specifically, to learn the art of roller skating, but also be in a safe space to empower other women as well. For me, roller skating started during a hard time in my life where I felt like I needed a hobby to escape all the things that were going on. So I went to this rink and I immediately felt like I was at home. I felt like I had community and I wanted to share that with everyone else. I lived in Seattle a couple years ago when I moved to LA I saw the, there was a huge community of black skaters, but it, just, it didn't feel like there was a space for women to be uplifted in that. And that's why I started Sister Skate. Before that moment going to the roller rink, did, how long had you been skating before that? I barely skated. Okay. I, I grew up um, rollerblading. Mm -hmm. I lived overseas in England and there was a lot of hills in okay. my neighborhood. So I would just like rollerblade, try to keep up with the boys, you know, go yeah. fast. Um, that's a fun part of roller skating for me. So I've only been skating for two years. I really dove deep into it when I moved to LA. With a uh, skating, uh, you said rollerblading, so you, the four wheels, how hard was it adjusting to like a skate skate? Because I feel like I haven't been in real roller skates yeah. since I was probably 
like 14. <laughs> Honestly, everybody thinks it's similar and it's not at all. Because yeah. <laughs> all of your balance when you're rollerblading is right in the middle. So it's really easy. Mm -hmm. Like I'll see rollerbladers, I'm like, okay, y'all think you're cute, but <laughs> try to do what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> because you have the four wheels, so you have to think about where your weight is gonna be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's gonna be on two wheels or three on the outside edge and the inside edge. And y'all will learn all about that in a little bit. <laughs> it's hard work. Yeah, yeah it's and it's so work. funny. Yeah, I, um, my husband was like, oh, do you want a bike or do you want skates? And I'm like, well, give me some skates because I don't, you know, I don't want to ride on a bike. So he bought me some rollerblades. And then, so we have hills in our community mm -hmm. as well. So I'm of age now, so I haven't skated in a long time. So when I got on the skates and I was, I could not do it. I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was rolling to the grass to like stop myself because I was like, it was just going too fast. So what do you do? Like, how did you learn how to like pace your speed when you're, you know, going down hills and on your rollerblades? Well, honestly, with roller skates, I did not go down hills. Okay. I started in the rink. It's definitely easier to skate when you're on like a smooth wood surface. Mm -hmm. Everybody in LA, we skate outside, especially during the pandemic because there's nowhere else for us to go. Mm -hmm. But a lot of skaters do skate inside, so it's a little easier. Okay. I wouldn't start on a hill okay. yes. <laughs> if it's your first time. And you also have to learn how to stop because then you're going to be going down that hill yes. and catching some speed <laughs> and okay. not know where to go. Definitely. But it really is about learning balance and being patient with yourself okay. and one thing I learned with roller skating is how to let go of fear hmm. when you have fear it is going to hold you back yeah and with my classes I've taught women of all ages and I feel like the older you get the more fear you have mm. and and it creates like that tension yes. so for me I just started training as an artistic roller skater which is similar to ice skating you know you see all them doing all the jump and everything, that's what I'm learning how to do. Oh, wow. And I'm almost 30, so <laughs> <laughs> busting a knee is not in my plans right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I would notice when I had that fear, that's when I would mess up on a jump. Yeah. Okay. And when you let go of that fear, I, I feel like you're putting all of that energy into mm -hmm. what you're doing and it makes it easier. Yes. So I tell people, let go of fear. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. notice a big difference with people who have it and the ones who don't. There's gotta be a huge balance, like you were saying, balance of physical aspect when it comes to skating, but also the mental aspect as well. But when it comes to the physical aspect, how physical are you feeling skating as like because I know when people see skating they're not thinking this is a sport or they're yeah. not thinking this is a big physical activity they're like they're just having fun yeah they're, they're like skating. oh look at those cute girls but talk about a little yeah. bit about the the more physical part of skate it's it's actually really really physical even if I wasn't training as an artistic skater when I just first started skating I, my feet would hurt after skating for a couple hours. My thighs would hurt. I started like noticing different muscles that I've never used before. Mm -hmm. So I would ask people who've been skating and they're like, oh yeah, like it doesn't matter what sport you do, you're gonna be using different muscles. Mm -hmm. I met a gymnast who was a professional gymnast and she would train and then she started roller skating and she was like, oh dude, I feel certain <laughs> muscles that I've never worked before. Yeah. <laughs> and it really does hurt. You have to you have to stretch before, you have to stretch after. Mm -hmm. And I also started like going to the gym more when I started roller skating, mm -hmm. just so I can get those muscles a little bit stronger because you don't realize how many muscles you use when you're roller skating. Use your yeah. abs, 
your butt, your arms. We it's, all want a good, little yeah. good butt too. Yeah. It will help, <laughs> it will help, help with the booty. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, you know, one thing that I loved, I was a cheerleader for like six years. And so obviously some people don't consider that a sport, but it is, it's, there's a lot of physical aspects in there. But I think that there's a big focus on you know, making sure that we maintain our body, that we are being physically active. It doesn't always have to be running though. It doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be hitting the gym. I love that you found something that has this physical aspect, but doesn't feel like you're working out. Exactly, and I love to work out. I love to be physical. I, like I said, I used to do tracks all throughout high school. And then when I started roller skating, I wanted to find a hobby where I could do it by myself, first of all, and I didn't have to depend always on other people, mm -hmm. but it's also a sport where I can find community and be physical at the same time. Yes. And I, when I was thinking about like, what should I do? I'm like, kickball, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Roller skating was like one of the first things that popped in my head because it looked really fun, but I could tell that there's gonna be more physical, a physical aspect to it. Yeah. Like I will be sweating, like drenched in sweat when I'm roller skating. Wow. Right, so right. So hard. <laughs> so I know you mentioned that um, you found roller skating to do by yourself. So how do how does it make you feel mentally when you're out there skating? Like for me, it seems like it can be so soothing and like, you know, clear your mind. So how does that make you feel when you're skating alone? Yeah, honestly, I tell people when they ask me this question that I feel like a, a bird. Like I feel like I can fly. Because <laughs> yes. it does feel like you're actually flying, especially when you're going a little fast, you have the, the wind in your hair. I just feel at peace. Like everything that's going on outside of my life, if I'm stressed out, I will skate. Okay. If I'm in a good mood and I need to get some of that energy out, mm -hmm. like I'm super excited, I will skate. If I'm angry, I'm gonna skate, skate. because after I skate, I'm gonna feel so much better. You know, it's just, it's just like with any physical sport, yeah. it does increase like your endorphins and mm -hmm. everything. But with skating, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a piece that I can't find anywhere else. Okay, so when you're out there skating, what type of music do you listen to? Because I know Bruno Mars just launched a song, Skate. <laughs> I was just in that video. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, okay. really? Okay. Oh, congratulations. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I haven't listened to that song on repeat. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. So, yeah, so what, what songs do you, what type of songs do you listen to when you're skating? Honestly, songs like that. Mm -hmm. um, I like R&B 90s, you know. I'm a also I'm a 2000s kid, so I like listening to like early 2000s pop music. Mm -hmm. It always depends on the mood, you know. Mm -hmm. I do jam skating as well, which derives from like um, hip hop style. So I'll listen to like some maybe some Little Wayne once in a while, you know, <laughs> yeah. some Drake. <laughs> um, but I'm also a little corny and I like musicals so <laughs> yeah. there'll be times where I'm listening to like Mamma Mia and trying to do my artistic spins like I feel like I'm an ice skater you know yes. I'm performing from so for someone I always give a little bow <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't know Mamma Mia that's ABBA they were a big 70s disco yeah, there's you know there's a great documentary on Netflix right now if you want to watch oh, really? well it's about it's about pop music and they do a whole episode on why Sweden has music and a lot of it was started from uh, ABBA, so oh. just a little tidbit for you guys to know. <laughs> but let's go back to Bruno that. Mars, this music video. How did that happen? It was crazy. So honestly, we did the music video two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and normally I don't do music videos because I'm, I'm just super busy and they don't always pay <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> the director, I guess, was looking for me. He came across my Instagram, and he's just 
said he likes how I move, which I thought was really sweet because a lot of skaters that were in the music video, they have been skating their whole lives. Wow. You know, so sometimes I feel like, I feel bad. I'm like, I've only, only been skating for, for two weeks, but I have to remind myself that I have something to offer as well. Yes. Um, I'm really into movement and I'm all about balance when it comes to skating. And people say I, I look like I glide when I'm yeah. roller skating. Not, I, everyone glides, but I look like really centered, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I'm walking on air. And so the director told me he's a fan of my work and he's been trying to reach out to me wow. through Instagram. I was just ignoring <laughs> I was like, ah, music video. Oh, he's trying to slide it to these DMs. <laughs> he's like, okay, it's Silk Sonic, girl. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> she like, you gotta tell me what it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna just go from, yeah. from little artists. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and it was great because all the women on set were all women of color. Mm -hmm. They had us in braids and afros and bantu knots. So it was just a really beautiful experience mm -hmm. being able to showcase mm -hmm. black women, which is what I'm all about. Did they let you, because I know sometimes there'll be some artists who are trying to keep a song really under wraps, but you said you've been listening to the song for two weeks. So they got to, they played the song during the music video? Well, no, just the last couple of days. I oh, okay. Listening. But they did play the song during the music okay. video. So I knew all the words, like I had yeah. it in my head. So I've been kind of like playing it in my head a little bit. But, was the yeah. experience on set good? Was Silk Sonic, Anderson Pack, and Bruno, oh were God. they sweet? Were they nice? All Bruno, Andy, we're cool now. Like, Andy, <laughs> <laughs> they're so, so sweet. Mm -hmm. They were so nice to everybody. Um, they knew exactly what they wanted. Mm -hmm. I love that. I used to work on set, so yeah. I love people who are in direct. Mm -hmm. And Bruno was definitely like, okay, let's get this together. We're gonna lose some light, but also fun at the same time. Yeah. It was 14 hours of skating outside <sighs> in the heat and we're up north in like Burbank area. Oh, so okay. a lot of the girls, like, I got a huge headache and yeah. you know, but they just kept hydrating us. It was really fun, it was a good time. I heard he said that um, he created the song because he imagined what it would be like performing in a music rink, like, and he was like, what would that sound like? And that's the song that they created. Can you, the moment you heard it, did it immediately remind you of skating? Oh yeah, yeah. it's a perfect song to skate to. <laughs> I'm not really, um, I'm not a musician, so I don't really know about like beats or anything, but I know that there's a certain beat that you need to skate. Mm -hmm. I'll go to some rinks and they're playing like certain rap. It doesn't have like a good like bounce. Uh, yeah. like, I can't yeah. skate to this, you know? <laughs> or a super, super slow song. Like mm -hmm. anything that's funky or derived from like the 70s disco, like R 90s, like R&B. There's just like, you'll know it once you start skating. It's yeah, hard yeah. for me to describe, but you'll know like that, that it has to have like a, a beat. It can't be too fast. Mm -hmm. Cause then your feet are gonna get all tangled up, you know, it can't be too slow. And you're just like, okay, I'm bored. Yeah. I have like a bounce to it. And the song is perfect. You know, later today, I'm actually gonna go make a video too. Okay. <laughs> now everyone, all the skaters are gonna be skating to it. Okay. Okay, so uh, tell us about your journey in the path to creating Sister Skate. Why did you create this community? Well, to be honest with you, last summer was really, really hard for me, like a lot of us. It was super traumatic um, with everything going on with the racial re reconciliation. And um, I lost some friends in the skate community as well who weren't really talking about it. And I felt really, really alone. Mm -hmm. and, but I knew I wasn't the only person that felt like that. Um, I also deal with a little bit of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So going to the protests, I started doing that and it just wasn't working out for me. Mm -hmm. And just giving $10 here and there to organizations wasn't enough. 
I was also furloughed from my job, so I didn't really have that much money to give to the organizations. And all I had was my skating skills, so I started teaching roller skating through Zoom, and I would teach mostly women from all over the world, all ages and ethnicities. But then as it started, you know, going on, I started getting more and more black women wanting to learn how to skate. Mm -hmm. um, and there was one day that I actually had a really great conversation with one of my students. She was a Nigerian woman. She was having some hard um, times, some issues with her family life. Um, and so roller, like taking my roller skating class was the only time that she felt really great about herself, mm -hmm. that she forgot about everything that was going on. And it really hit me when she told me that. We like cried together, it was yeah. really, really emotional. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, that's where the idea of like Sister Skate came from. But also living in LA, I noticed when I first moved here that you know we're in this entertainment field. Everyone is here to follow their dream. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I would see like a lot of white girls and music videos and commercials skating and using that skill of roller skating to get into modeling, to advance their careers. And I'm like, well, where are the black girls? Because mm -hmm. we're, we're the ones that started this, you know? Mm -hmm. Roller skating started in the black community, got big because of us. Um, and we needed to be showcased more. So that's kind of why I started Sister Skate, not only to create like that safe space for us to learn how to roller skate and to meet other black women in the community, but also to elevate ourselves mm -hmm. and, and get those jobs that we rightfully deserve. Yes. So speaking of showing up as a black woman, how does your identity as a black woman show up in Sister Skate? Like, why is it so important? Yeah, I mean, so growing up, I, I felt like as a black woman, I was either always seen, but not for the right reasons, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I grew up overseas in England for a little bit, and, and where I lived, there was a lot of white people. So I walked into a room and everybody looked at me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I wasn't seen in the way that I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Or there's times where we're overlooked and not seen at all. Yeah. But when I put on my roller skates, like, you see me. Yeah. And you see me for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. You see a black girl exuding joy. Mm -hmm. um, and, and with that, I, I feel like it's a great way to yeah, to, to be seen, to really show the joy because society is always trying to put black women down. Yes. They're always trying to take that joy away from us. And this is one way that you can't do that. Definitely. And I know you mentioned that there was some history, like it started with black women. Um, so could you explain um, the history of skate in the African-American community? Yeah. So. With roller skating, it's always been a big part of the African-American community. It's all over the world, you know, Atlanta, we have um, like Chicago, and it's really, really big here in California. Even with like the World on Wheels that's here in LA, it was started by the black community mm -hmm. to create that, that space. Like a lot of people I know who have been skating for forever, like I, I have a friend, she's cousins of N Nipsey Hussle. Okay. Like she remembers a time where you know, they were trying to build up World on Wheels and then, you know, they were trying to shut it down and the community was working really hard to keep it because it was a place where it didn't matter, you know, what was going on, everybody came together yes. during that time. Mm -hmm. um, it was also really big in the civil rights movement as well. There's a black skater, what's his name? Le Ledger Smith. Mm -hmm. um, he actually traveled across the country to see Martin Luther speak, Martin Luther King speak, um, wearing 
freedom across his chest mm -hmm. to like raise awareness mm -hmm. of the civil rights. Um, there's a lot of protests that have been put on during the civil rights movement with people in roller skates. Mm -hmm. um, but throughout that time, there's the rinks are always trying to push black people out. Mm -hmm. And that's where the term um, adult night came from. Because it was like, oh, you know, we listen, y'all listen to adult music, so this is just for your night. And it would just be one night. Mm -hmm. So adult night is usually just for like black people to show mm -hmm. up. Oh, okay. Um, and even now with everything going on, Sister Skate and other organizations, we use roller skating to you know, bring a little bit of fun mm -hmm. to our protests. You know, it's easier to stop. It, I mean, it's harder to stop people on roller skates when they're protesting. Yeah. You know, when <laughs> okay. we're protesting, the cops, they don't do anything. They just mm -hmm. let us go on by. They're like, okay, they're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Also, they can catch us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on roller skates. Right. <laughs> uh, talk, you did mention that the protest last year was a little hard because of, you know, certain, you had a little bit of anxiety. But how, tell us about moments where you have been incorporating skating with protesting. Yeah, so when I did start Sister Skate and we did start going out and protesting, um, I felt really empowered. And that's what I hear a lot from people when they put their skates on. I feel in invincible mm -hmm. and I feel really confident when I have my skates on. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you have your safety blanket. Mm -hmm. That's what my roller skates were for me. So it did help me get mm -hmm. out there and, and protest. Mm -hmm. And we would meet people along the way that would want to join us as well because sometimes there's certain people that look at protests and they see it as something negative. Mm -hmm. They see, oh, you guys are gonna start a riot. Yeah. You're gonna start, you know, hurt. someone's gonna get hurt. Mm -hmm. When you see a group of people roller skating and dancing to music, you, it's, it's, it's harder for you to feel like something bad is gonna happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Why? Why take that on though to protest? Why stand up to say something to share your opinion when it can be so easy to not say something? It could be so easy to let someone else say it. Why is it important to you? I just feel like if I'm not gonna do it, who else is going to mm -hmm. do it? We, we all are here to support each other and it just takes that one person to get up and say something and then more people are, are gonna follow you. I will say it was hard for me to get into it and I, I, a lot of my other teammates convince me to start it. Um, but with that, we also would have times where we would take breaks because, you know, fighting is a part of, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's all, it's, it's all, you know, a part of it. Like rest is a part of fighting best. Mm -hmm. We yes. need that rest. So even with Sister Skate, we would put on protests, but we would also have times where we had healing workshops for specifically black and mm -hmm. brown skaters, female skaters, mm -hmm. where we would have different therapists come in and, and talk to us. We taught roller skating. We had different giveaways. Um, yeah. What has Sister Skate given you? Even though you, start, you started it, what did it give you? Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it did give me a community, mm -hmm. for sure. I, I definitely think of myself as a loner sometimes. I, I love talking to people, but um, I can definitely just stay in my room for a whole week and not talk to yeah. anybody. <laughs> but it got, it got me out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It got me out of my comfort zone to, to, to talk to people and to meet people and who have different walks of life. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, 
I want to actually talk about those healing workshops that you did. What, was there ever a moment that you found healing yourself? Oh, definitely, for sure. I have a friend, she, um, she's an activist and a speaker, and she actually spoke during that time. She's with BLM as well. And that's another thing, that's another thing to answer your last question. I got out of that, I got a community with Black Lives Matter, so I started working with them a little bit more. Beautiful. Um, beca because of the people that I met through that. But, um, can you repeat that last question? Uh, <laughs> what did I ask? Wait, I'm like, I'm like wait, where were we? Um, self-healing. Self healing. Yes, thank you. Did you receive healing yeah. through your workshops? I did receive healing. Mm -hmm. I, I believe I received healing because of being around all these different types mm -hmm. of women. Like, mm -hmm. people don't realize how much you can learn just from your friends, just from your mom, and even strangers. And that's a great part of, about sister ski. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be skating, and people will notice us. You notice a group of black women having a great time on skates. We'll see other black women be like, hey, come skate with us. Hey, mm -hmm. this is my card, mm -hmm. you know? Find sister skate. And it's just a great way to connect. And I've met so many people who have told me that who have moved to LA and felt really lonely and didn't have any friends at all. And because of Sister Skate, they've they found that community and they found those people. So I know you mentioned um, you look uh, to your mom and your friends for like inspiration. So I want to I want you to elaborate on what inspires you to be better. Honestly, I I have always been the type of person where I want to better myself constantly and I pushed down other people too. But growing up, I, I saw that with my mom. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up with a single mom and um, she grew up in a very small, poor town and it felt like ev all the odds were against her. But she still pushed through to make a better life for herself and also for her children. And I feel like when you are focused on bettering yourself, others are gonna see that. So I, I feel inspired by others, but I also feel inspired by myself mm -hmm. because of the things that I've been through mm -hmm. and because I want to inspire others. I believe the reason why we're put on this earth isn't for ourselves, but it's to create stories. Like when I go through something hard, I remind myself that I'm going through this so that when somebody else is going through it in the future, I can let them know that it's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. I'll have that story yeah. to tell. I think that there's a, a great connection with, because I can imagine wanting to learn to skate, and then you put them on, you get up, and maybe you tumble and you fall and you're not getting the skill right correctly, but to push yourself forward. What, was there a time when you were like, I'm not gonna get this. I'm not, it's just not gonna happen, my skating. Yeah, especially the, in the beginning mm -hmm. of the time I was learning how to roller skate. Mm -hmm. It's really hard, especially when you go to a rink and everybody around you is great at skating and mm -hmm. you look like a deer on these wheels. Yeah, yeah, it's really intimidating. I'm like, I know I look stupid, but, <laughs> and it, you know, but you have to let go of that em embarrassment. Mm -hmm. But yes. for me, like I said before, I'm always trying to get better. Um, I had to just push through that, that threshold. I, mm -hmm. I knew that it was just like a challenge I would have to get over. Mm -hmm. But you think when you first start, start learning to roller skate, if you know how to go backwards, you're good. But nah, there's always gonna be something <laughs> that you want to learn. Mm -hmm. Even when I was on the Bruno Mars set, I'm like, okay, all some of these girls are like, they're really, really good. And I was like, uh. And one of my friends was like, girl, you're better than me, okay? I'm like the least <laughs> good skater on this, on mm -hmm. this set right now. And that's what skate, skating is not about that. Mm -hmm. It's not about comparing yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. It's about 
competition with yourself. Yes. Always trying to get better. And that's a great thing about skating. Like a lot of skaters I know, they're in their 50s mm -hmm. and their 60s and they're always still learning something new. What's been your worst injury that you've had? Have you had any skating? I, honestly, I haven't had too many, okay. but I went to Seattle a couple weeks ago and it was during a time that I've been really busy with work. So I wasn't taking care of my body. And I, yeah, I was a little weak and I was trying to do something that I'm normally good at, mm -hmm. but because I haven't been taking care of myself, I wasn't strong. Um, I like tripped over my wheel going backwards and oh. I fell so hard. I had a concussion. I messed up my back. I was in, I was in Seattle for two days to visit my friends and I didn't want to see anybody. I just wanted yeah. to lay on the yeah. couch. I could barely move. It took two people to help me get off, oh, um, wow. off of the um, floor, but luckily, I didn't hit my head super, super hard. I just had a little mild concussion. Um, yeah, my back was pretty bad. I also think it's because of my age too. Like, <laughs> if you guys fall, it's fine. You can get right back up. Um, and then recently I fell and like really scraped up my, my knee, but it hasn't actually been that bad for me. Skating is, is pretty, pretty safe. Okay. If you learn the balance first, not yeah. trying to do all these crazy tricks before <laughs> your time. <laughs> but I also don't skate park skate. Okay. There's skate park skating too, and I have friends who they have um, broken things. Oof. Oh, wow. Skating. Ouch. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how do you think you can influence young women to embrace community, empower themselves and others, and seek a more lifestyle through sport? Honestly, I say just try everything. Anything that you want to do, go for it. But also remember not to compare yourself because comparing yourself to others is the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. And it also creates an environment of competition. And we live in this capitalist world where society is always telling us to compete with each other, especially as women. Especially women. You know, especially as black women. We think that you know there's only one cake for mm -hmm. us to have, for us to eat, and there's enough for all of us yes, to eat. Definitely. And when you're focused on bettering yourself, you're not looking at other people and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And you're not creating that sense of competition that we just need to get rid of, honestly. Definitely. There's, um, if you ever watch the documentary uh, with Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre, and he says, if you ever see racehorses, they wear blinders because if they see what's happening to the right of them or to the left of them, they will get, get tripped up and they won't win the race. So a lot of the times you just got to eliminate that noise outside on either side. And a lot of that noise, like she was saying, is that competition that people make us think there can only be one woman who can be in charge of this. There can only be one woman that does that. And that's not true. Yeah, We need to get rid of that message and be like, let's have it all be women. Let's yeah, all be here together. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay, I want to live in a world where it's just us. <laughs> we got great ideas. Yeah. We can do this. <laughs> Who are some women that inspire you? Mm, lots of women, lots of artists. Like, I love Whitney, Whitney Houston. Gabrielle Union is one of my big. Oh, I love Gabrielle I love Gabrielle Union. I love her story. She <laughs> has been through a lot and yeah. during a, a some interviews in the past, she's talked about how she has compared herself to other women. And she would go on set and like people knew of Gabrielle as being someone who was negative mm. because she would, you know, see another black woman in the room and be like, and get jealous mm. and, and, and feel in, inferior to them. And so that creates that jealousy. Um, and people can feel that energy and they can tell mm -hmm. and they don't always want to work with somebody like that. Mm -hmm. But I love that story about her because she, 
looked outside of herself and learned how to get over that. Yeah. It's hard. It's definitely hard. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's mm -hmm. something you have to consistently work on reminding yourself that that it's not about the are you jealous of this person? It's I at least personally for me, it's looking inside and going I'm good enough. I'm mm -hmm. worthy as well. I can still bring great ideas or I still am yeah. strong enough to do this as well. So yes. we it, all have different talents to bring to the table. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. When uh, when you have your sisterscape moments, when you guys are uh, like, explain to me how it kind of breaks down and it works within the program. So someone just comes to the group or how does it work? Um, well, usually, since I'm the founder, I usually will interview certain girls um, who want to be part okay. of our main group. Mm -hmm. and, and that's everyone who's helping us put on the organizations, uh, teaching the classes. So for me, I do look for someone who knows how to skate and who's been skating mm -hmm. for a while, who wants to get involved and who also wants to be like an activist. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, black or brown, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the criteria. Um, but when it comes to the other levels of Sister Skate, anybody can be part of okay. Sister Skate. And what, so what happens when they come to their first, like, is it a meeting or what, what do you call it? Yeah, we usually have our meetings. I'll give them like a Sister Skate t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> welcome. You're official. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. um, but we would have like, it was weekly and then it started slowing down and now we have like our monthly meetings okay. where we talk about like how we want to give back to the community, mm -hmm. what classes we want to put on and, mm -hmm. and um, to uplift, uplift black women. Um, but anybody's welcome to the classes. Okay. Anybody's welcome to... Um, our workshop. So we have a lot of sister skaters mm -hmm. that you might not know of because mm -hmm. it's not on their Instagram or anything because we have a huge social media mm -hmm. community right now. What is the age range for your skaters? Like what age do you start at? 18. 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 18 and up. Okay. Just for some type of liability. Right. You know? <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> um, speaking of Instagram, you told us uh, quickly behind the scenes that you were um, you were trying to get into modeling, or you were getting into modeling, and you found some sometimes of that stop sign that gets in front of you. Can you uh, tell the girls more about your experience with that? Yeah. So I've actually been wanting to model since I was a kid. My mom didn't really let me model because once. Uh, an agent told me I needed to take out my braids, and she was like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's still a thing. Like, I still battle with my hairstyles because certain agencies or jobs don't like it. Um, I was told that I was too big. I was told, I, you know, with my, my skin tone, or, oh, we don't need someone that looks like you because they only want one, like, deeper tone model. And when I was younger, I would hear that, and I would get so down on myself and then I just wouldn't want to do it at all. Mm -hmm. And it would just be like a cycle of me, okay, I'm gonna try again, going to an agency, them saying, nah, and then, you know, stopping and then doing it over and over again. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to LA, like I said, I'm almost 30, so normally when it comes to modeling, that's like <laughs> yeah. towards the end, yeah. end of your career. Mm -hmm. But I have a great support system and I have a friend who's around my age too and she's a huge model now and she's like, you just need to keep pushing. If that's something that you feel good in your heart to do, you need to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and I will say it's been very helpful with the roller skating because I've been getting a lot of jobs because of that, mm -hmm. um, because of social media. But even before that started happening, I just pushed myself to, to do it. I'm not gonna let 
outsiders tell me what I want for myself. Mm -hmm. And I do believe if you keep, if you persevere and you're determined, mm -hmm. that energy that's, that's put out there is gonna be felt. And you are going to, you're gonna succeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How important is it to have confidence in yourself? It's very important. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's very important because even with modeling, like when I was told I wasn't good enough, I started to believe that. Mm -hmm. And then others believe that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you have confidence in yourself, there's nothing that no one else can tell you. They can see that confidence yes. when you walk into the room. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've learned. When I go to you know jobs now, I'll walk on there and I'm like, I'm the baddest one here. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if yes. you don't choose me, that just means it wasn't meant for me. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I'll you're gonna. Next one. You're not being rejected by something. You're being redirected. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, because when be one door closes, that means that means it wasn't meant for you. Yes, a it's thousand. You know, <laughs> the universe or whatever you believe in taking you to your the the right path. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. We tried this last time. Any questions? Anything on top of your mind? I know you got a question. No, <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> Any anything you guys want to ask? Anything? Yes, yes, perfect. What's your question? Excuse me? What got you into roller skating? What got me into roller skating? Well, I did use the roller blade, and then I always wanted to be like an ice skater. So when I was like in middle school and high school, I, you guys probably don't know about this movie. It's called Ice Princess. It's on, have you seen it? Yeah, it's on Disney Channel. <laughs> like an OG Disney movie. And I just thought, the, the skaters just look so beautiful, but also strong at the same time. And I wanted to have that strength. I used to want to be like a ballerina, but I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's what got me into roller skating, wanted to, wanting to create a hobby for myself. Because when I was, a couple years ago, when people asked me like, what do you like to do for fun? I would just, be like, oh, I like to hang out with my boyfriend or go out to eat mm -hmm. and work. That's it. That's all I used to do. And I felt like I w it was always attached to a man, honestly. Mm -hmm. like That's I, interesting. Yeah. I, had so I did a lot of different things. I used to like shoot guns at one point at the, at the yeah. shooting range, but that was because one of my boyfriends did that. Mm -hmm. and then I got really into bowling and I got a bowling team. That's because my, <laughs> one of my other boyfriends got into that. And I'm like, I don't have anything that's for me. Mm -hmm. And then I started roller skating and honestly, it, cha it changed my life. Every, and now, like with the whole music video, every time something comes up, like a job, I'll have friends from Seattle be like, roller skating was the best thing to happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to LA and roller yourself. skating, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's because now, it was so, something that was for me, mm -hmm. not attached to somebody else. Mm -hmm. I love that, that's great. Any other questions? Yes, you told yeah, me, I knew, I knew it. it. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's such a good question. Okay, so I've always wanted to go to Greece. Um, I'm really into like Greek mythology, especially when I learned about it in like middle school. I'm like, okay, I'm going to Greece. Um, I actually have a ticket to go to Spain, and I might I bought a one way, so I'm going to go in a month. And so I love that. I'm going to try to make it to Greece. I really want to skate in Greece because it's beautiful, but I don't know how the roads are. I feel like they're really, really not great. Yeah, they're like it's all uphill. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good question. I told you she got the question. Mm -hmm. She's good. Yeah, you, you were thinking about it. I can see it. 
What would I tell my younger self? Hmm. Honestly, I know I said it before, but really just not, not to compare. I've always compared myself to other people and I've always been a perfectionist and I've waited to do things because I didn't feel like I was good enough or perfect. Um, even applying to schools for college, there's this art school in uh, Savannah, Georgia that I wanted to go to. It's a beautiful art school and I didn't even apply for it because I didn't think I was good enough. And now that I look back, I'm like, dang, I could have got in because mm -hmm. I was good enough. Yes. Yeah. It's just because I was looking at what other people were doing. Any other? Right here. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a fashion designer. When I was a kid, I always would cut up my mom's clothes and stuff. She hated that. <laughs> and like um, make clothes for my Barbies. I went to school for fashion design, and I I still feel like I use a lot of the skills that I got from my degree. But I immediately went into styling and I didn't do anything <laughs> with fashion design. But I'm hoping one day, maybe when I'm in my 50s or 60s, that'll get back into it. Because I, I, I think that we all have different stages of life. Yes. I look at my life as like a book and I have different chapters. Right now it's a roller skating, content creator chapter. And I'm hoping in the future it'll be a uh, fashion designer. It will be. Yeah. It will be. You got to say it, it's going to be. It's going to be. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's going to be. In the best. Speakers. <laughs> Yeah. So we at Nike are really trying to push the boundaries and change the term of the word sport and really help up women, men, kids, everyone really across the world identify themselves with that term. So we'd love from your perspective as a roller skater, a very non-traditional sport when you think about it, um, would love what your definition is of the word sport. Like if the dictionary was blank and you could write a definition for the word, how would you describe it? Oh, wow. Okay, that's hard. Because <laughs> the dictionary, you know, defines sport as something physical and that involves competition. I don't believe it has to always involve a competition with other people. I do believe it is a competition. So it's, uh, sport to me is something that's challenging that will allow you to physically or mentally better yourself and advance. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah. That's <laughs> do, you, do you consider yourself an athlete? Like I you do. have to, right? Yeah, I do yeah. consider myself an athlete. I mean, right now I haven't really had that much time to work out as I would <laughs> want to, but there was a time, especially during like deep in the pandemic where I was working out five hours a week. Mm -hmm. So I, I felt like an athlete for sure. Because I can tell with my skating when I'm not eating well, when I'm not working out, I'm not doing as well with my skill. So yeah. 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 All right, any last questions? Yes, I love it. Is there something that you had to give up to give to skating that you regret, or it was like a really hard decision for you to be like, oh, I can't do this, I have to give my time to skating? I did give up some things, but I don't regret it. When um, I was working my corporate job, I never had time to roller skate and I hated it because I could see like all my friends around me were advancing and mm -hmm. I wanted to get better, but you really have to put time into it. Mm -hmm. And I would like work out on my lunch breaks and I didn't, I didn't always have time to eat because I really wanted to roller skate. Um, so I, I gave up, I 
gave up that corporate life, but I don't regret it because I, I found time for myself within that. Yes, beautiful. All right, last one? No? Those were really amazing questions, guys. Really, really thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your story with us, sharing Sister Skate with us. And now we're going to jump into the next part of For Her, where you are going to be hanging out with the girls. Yay! Thank so you so much for having me. Thanks.